before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. Hey, man. Hey, brother. How's it going? It's good, dude. It's good. Yeah, we finally got all of our technologies working. We're all synced up here. I know. I had like three different things tell me I needed new passwords. My computer was being a douche. It was, yeah, it's crazy, man. But we're, we're good. We're ready. How's the weather in Omaha? I know after we recorded last week, it uh, snowed quite a bit. Dude, it snowed a lot. Uh, it snowed like four inches. That I forget which day it was. It was a Sunday, I think. Uh, but today it's like 70. Uh, maybe high, high 60s, something like that. So we haven't uh, had any snow since. So, yeah. Well, we are in... Um the depths of our winter here in Atlanta. It's uh, a high of 70 today, but right now it's like 51. So uh, it's an Arctic blast. People are wearing, you know, down sweaters and, um, you know, yeah. wrapping themselves in multiple scarves. You got your hoodie on, man. You look cozy. I'm a hoodie guy. The minute I can wear a hoodie, I'm in it. Yeah. So I'm wearing hoodie and a shorts and flip-flops right now. <laughs> you look. I was going to ask if you were wearing your Uggs, but maybe, maybe not yet. Well, yeah. dude, let's hop right into tape talk. We've got some fun stuff to talk about. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, so we, we did a giveaway last week, um, and I was surfing surfing the gram a little bit, and I came across a really cool giveaway that's happening. So I thought one thing that we could do is from time to time, when, I, when we see different giveaways that are happening, different tape giveaways or uh, just movies in general, to, to let you guys know about it going on out there in tape land. So... Uh, the Instagram account is Lost on VHS, and he has got a really cool giveaway happening. Uh, it looks like he's got 20 tapes. I know I saw the lightning video uh, movie Alligator was in there. I think it was a cut box. Looks oh, looks awesome. He's got um, Toxic Avenger. Um, there's a whole bunch. There's a bunch. He's got like 20 tapes he's giving away. He's got eight books, a lot of Stephen King stuff. He's got hey, he's got the Pet Cemetery in there. I know we were talking about that book last week. For real. Uh, yeah. He's got, it looks like a bunch of cool trading cards and stickers thrown in. And then a headliner of a VCR clue mystery game, which this, looks dope. This giveaway sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. Um, so hop on, check out his account and figure out uh, how to enter into that giveaway. Because who doesn't want free shit? For sure. And uh, if you want to enter like seven, eight, hundred times and like just hook kevin and i up it's i mean it's no pressure <laughs> i'm just saying i have been looking for pet cemetery for stephen king for a hot minute now yeah for, for some reason i'm on a, a book collecting binge right now yeah yeah i have been um looking for stephen king books it's harder than you would think to find stephen king books at like thrift stores and secondhand and stuff yeah yeah especially like i'm a fan of getting the old like not the, not so much the old hardbacks, but I like the old paperbacks, the old signets from the '80s and stuff. Oh yeah, if I can yeah. find those, I go paperback. But what I really like to right. do with Stephen King is all hardback. Okay, nice. Because I don't know, I like the artwork on the newer hardbacks. Yeah, yeah. But the it, Dark Tower series in hardback was pretty cool. Seriously, but I don't know. I'd have to reinforce my bookshelf to put all those. That's so heavy. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're 
you could hurt someone with those for real. Um, but yeah, I, I, I this giveaway's amazing. Yeah, it looks really cool. So um, yeah, hop on, check it out. We're gonna be posting stuff up because that's the cool thing about like the community, the tape community is. I, I honestly, I feel like I see giveaways going on almost every month, um, you know, and sometimes it's stuff that you've been looking for for a long time. And, you know, you, there's a chance that you could not only get it for free, but you could make a really cool connection in the community and meet some folks and, uh, you know, get, get yourself on the in the trading game, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty cool. So get over there, join the giveaway, win me that Stephen King book. Yeah, brother. I'm I'm just kidding, but seriously, like <laughs> when we don't see them, great. Um, yeah. So what about uh what about so, fines, man? What um have you been looking this week? I know you did a lot of organizing. I saw that. So no, really no hunting this week for VHS. So last week we talked about how I was like, I'm not buying any more tapes until I organize what I have and figure it out. And then I broke that rule immediately after saying it out loud. <laughs> but so this week, I Monday morning woke up and just went to town organizing. Yeah. So almost done alphabetizing everything. I, the, the shelf is alphabetized. Then I've got about three hundred more. I'm alphabetizing now. Yeah. Um, like I, I got to do all this stuff during like my son's nap time and stuff like that. Um, for all the views out there in Pizza Planet and behind the counter land, I'm a stay at home dad, and so everything I do is in an hour and a half increment. Yeah. I have an hour and a half in the morning. I have an hour and a half in the afternoon <laughs> of time for me to do stuff. So yeah. that's why it's taken so long. Um, but it's almost there and I've started writing it down in a Google doc. I love it, dude. I love it. You're, you're getting me like amped to possibly go through and do that with mine. Uh, I'm going to have to start doing a little catalog in myself to figure out everything I got. The Google doc is going to be ridiculous too. It's going to have the title, the year it came out, I'm potentially going to do the Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, <laughs> where it's located, either shelf or back stock, and then it'll have a YouTube trailer. Yeah, I mean, when you're running a video rental shop, that sounds like an essential thing that you need. Yeah, for sure. So I've had a, I posted that up last like uh, this week on our, our Instagram and and on my Pizza Planet, and I've had literally people talk to me like, "It's good that you started early." I waited until I had like three thousand tapes yeah. to figure out what, and I was like. I would have had a panic attack. Yeah, my yeah. wife would have killed me. For real, like I, I, I'm, I'll eventually get three thousand, but it's gonna take some time. Yeah, yeah, I'm at the point where I'm, I, I get, I do essentials, and I purge often. Like if I know I'm not gonna hold on to it, I'm not gonna watch it like a lot. Sadly, I kind of let it go. Um, I'm at the point I think with my collection where I know what means a lot to me, and if I watch it and it's a one-time watch. I kind of go back and forth if I'm going to keep it or not. Um, but yet it still keeps growing. <laughs> Even though I have that mindset, it still keeps growing, you know? Because yeah, you're like, you're looking for like the lightning video, the media releases and stuff like that. Yeah, I look for stuff that's pretty like on the rare side, you know, stuff that, yeah. um, you, you know, if you give this, depending on how VHS takes off in the next, you know, five, six years, like you're either not ever going to see this stuff or it's just it's not going to be sold in thrift shops, you know? Um, so. dude that's what's going on like my wife near her office on her lunch breaks every once in a while would go just hunt for me just right. for fun and the three shops that she goes to are like in the last week have kicked all their tapes yeah dude tape. it's it's 
It's really tough, man. I uh, About three months ago, I had a, a Salvation Army that I used to go here. And I mean, honestly, I was looking at like 10, 15,000 tapes every time I'd come in and sort through it. And it would take me an hour. And I would just uh, I would be in like heaven, dude. I'd be in tape heaven looking through all this stuff. I went in there about, uh, you know, not too long ago. And there were shoes where the tapes were. And I was like, wait, what? Where, where are all the tapes? And they're like, yeah, man, we're just not doing that stuff anymore. Frig, that sucks. That's so I have, I have told the Salvation Army that I go to because I'm getting word they're doing the same thing. Yeah, everything used to be on a shelf. Now they're in two shopping carts. Yeah, and I basically told a person I was like, "Hey, here's my email address. Just email me if you guys are going to kick it, and I'll come buy everything." Dude, that's cool. Yeah, because they've gone from a dollar down to seventy five. Now they're twenty five cents a tape. It's funny, man. It's funny. We're yeah, I want to say that's the trend here in Omaha, too. But it almost – so I'm noticing in some stores they're ditching them, but I'm noticing in other independent ones, like where it's not a big chain thrift like Goodwill or Salvation Army, they're actually bumping the price, and they're realizing they're more on an antique, nostalgic uh, kind of kind of thing. So um, like Thrift World by me, they just raised some to like $1.98. Um, so you're almost, you're paying like two bucks a tape now, which I almost, uh, you know, yeah, it sucks. You're paying a little bit more, but you know that they're going to be around for a while, which is kind of, it's good and it's bad at the same time. For sure. Yeah. That's, I struggle with the whole, cause like, you know, we have the list of ones we want and I'm okay with paying a dollar, $2 for the ones that are on the list. But you know, you go and buy tapes and if they're a quarter, you'll buy some stuff you don't care for about. For sure. Yeah. Not that you, not that you don't care about, but it wasn't on your radar. Yeah. And you're willing to just spend a 25 cents and hope that it doesn't suck. Right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And with us doing a lot of custom stuff, we're doing a lot of you know school swapping and stuff. Like uh, it kills me to pay two dollars for a green shell, like a Veggie Tail shell, or you know, for sure two dollars to buy a Nickelodeon tape that I know I'm just gonna gut and put something else cool in there. You know. So. Well, I found another red shell. Speaking of Did swapping, you? oh well, nice, I've, dude. I've got three now, so I went Look from zero you. to three. Baller. And it all happened after VHS Heat. No, I found one, but then VHS Heat sent me one. And then now I'm just finding them left and right. Dude, that's how it was with me, too. It was weird. It was like once I saw it and I physically held one, I see them all the time now. I don't know what it is. But, yeah. I've got, I've got so many colored tapes now. I need to get to swapping. But, like, I only want to swap. Here's the thing with, when I swap. Like, so I have all my tapes in alphabetical order, right, in genre. Should we, should we explain spool swapping one more time just in case people might have not yeah. caught what, what it is the last few episodes? So spool swapping basically is taking a colored tape or a movie that you really like and, and unscrewing the casing, carefully taking out the movie, putting it into a new uh, shell and putting it back together. And then carefully with a heat gun or a blow dryer taking off the labels and transferring over to the new shell. Right, right. And most people do this to swap from black cases, uh, black shells to colored shells. Right. Yeah. And ninety percent of your your colored shells are going to be children's TV shows. Yeah. Good, so it's good weird amount. when I buy, I buy a crap load of Veggie Tales, and I feel like I get looked at weird. Yeah, I get that too, man. I get that too. Yeah, walking up with a but, stack of Blues Clues. Well, you got your son with you, so I guess. Yeah. So it's cool now. Yeah. But. When I swap, I don't put them back on the normal shelf. They go into my swap area where, like, I keep all the tapes that I've either painted or swapped. Oh, dude, that's tight. 
I know, but it's annoying because like if it's in a like I've swapped um a Hellraiser, right? And I've got Hellraiser one, but I swapped Hellraiser two. Okay. Because it was the first Hellraiser I got. Yeah. And I don't want to put it back up there because I'm weird. And now I have instead of having one and two together, they're separated, which gives me a little anxiety. Yeah. And then I did the same thing with Halloween. The first Halloween, I actually spool swapped and splatter painted. So it's in an orange shell, splatter painted black, and then the labels are put over the splatter paint. Ah, okay, okay. Well, one, well, when you finally get a lot of these anthologies together, you could always do yourself like a series section or something or an anthology section. Yeah, that, which that would be probably funny. what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah, well, that'd be pretty I tight, mean, it's man. Just, but so, did you find any movies this week? I I found one. I wasn't really hunting. I kind of, yeah, I just I didn't do much hunting this week. Um, I found a copy of The Incredibles though in a slipcase uh, on VHS, which is it's pretty rare. You don't uh, you don't see it too much, man. Because that was a 2005 movie. Uh, so that was, I mean, that might have been the year they really stopped making movies on tape. Uh, so that's yeah, pretty pretty rare find, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm jealous. Again, children movies on my shelf have to be in clams. I got you. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I like I like finding the slips, man. Um, so Warner Brothers even has like uh, a series of movies that they did in clams, and I just like find them like in a slip. And it sounds silly, but like I'm really looking for like Richie Rich in a slip. And uh, like I was saying, I think it was last week, I found Little Giants in a slip. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was about it. Nothing nothing too crazy this week. I did see uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I was wanting to see. It was kind of killing me that there was a Marvel movie out there and I hadn't seen it yet. So I rented it and, on the old Blu-ray and watched that yesterday. That was pretty great. I haven't seen it yet. I'm kind of excited. I love the Ant-Man. Yeah. I think. It's one of my top, more, one of my, you know, of the, what, 20-something Marvel movies out there. I would say it's in the top 10 for me. I just like it. Yeah. It was great, man. It's it, Yeah, it was more like, almost like a heist movie, you know? It was funny, had a similar feel, comedy-wise, to Guardians, you know? Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was really good, man. The second one, I liked it. I feel like they're bringing in some stuff that they can actually use in, like, after Infinity War and th- yeah, there's some really cool stuff and, and some ways to introduce some characters that we haven't like haven't seen yet, man. You're, you're a big fan of the Marvel stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a huge Marvel guy. I'm a comic book collector from the way back. Um, but no, I'm a huge Marvel guy. Yeah, I think we should do a show and rank all our favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, I'm totally in for that. Yeah. You know me and lists. I, I mean, I'm getting a little <laughs> giddy over here just thinking of the list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have a big love for Marvel movies. I'm not so much a DC guy. I kind of honestly am just kind of bored with the DCU. If it's even still around, I feel like they connected it, and now they made an announcement that, they're, that it's not connected anymore. I don't know, man. I don't know. How do you feel about the, the new Joker uh, pictures and stuff with Hakeem Phoenix? Um. I'm a, I'm kind of excited about it because it it makes him a little less cartoony and more like real life human creepy. Yeah. Um I was was not a huge fan of the Joker in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mostly because he was he was done up a little too gangster like for me. Plus they didn't 
um, really expand on his character in that movie too much. And I thought they were going to make an independent movie with him in it. Right? They, yeah, that was the whole thing. So. Yeah. I don't know. So, who knows? But, yeah, DC's struggling. Yeah. But I love Batman. I love yeah, Batman. I know. <sighs> Dude. Yeah, Batman, I feel like, is the only real character that I kind of care about in the DCU, man. I feel you. Well, I feel like DC's doing well in TV, like Flash, Green Arrow, Gotham. Yeah, true. Um, I feel like they're they're doing a lot better in those that that platform, and they've even done their own release. What is it? Um, I forgot the name. But basically, where they're showing how all these characters came about as teenagers in the DC. Oh, uh, Teen Titans, is it? Right, but it's only on DC's app. You have to. It's their streaming app. Oh, it's like okay. So okay. Which means I'll never watch it. Yeah. Unless it, I'm not going to pay DC. <laughs> Anything to watch else it. that costs money? No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel you, man. Um, oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. I watched uh, A Vampire in Brooklyn. For centuries, they have roamed the earth. Fearsome creatures of the night, endlessly seeking to satisfy an unyielding hunger. last vampire is about to encounter something infinitely more terrifying than himself. Brooklyn. Interesting. I've been stabbed and I've been hanged. Even broken on the rack once, but I've never been shot before. Kind of itches a little. Paramount Pictures presents... If you're hungry, I'll run you down to KFC down the street and hit you off with a two-piece. I already had Italian. Eddie Murphy. Do I look like I would bite you? Angela Bassett. You bet not. Not after the day I've had. Eddie Murphy. Everything! Come on! Move it! Yeah, yeah, right. There's a lot of love in this room. Look at this. And Eddie Murphy. Bottom land, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to tell you tonight is that evil is good. Let me hear y'all say it. Evil is good. If he fails here, quickest way to a woman's heart is through the church. It's actually through the ribcage, but that's a bit messy. Being undead, you got the dropsies. Won't be worth living. I'm a cop. If you uh, try anything funny, I'll shoot you. Women. Vampire in Brooklyn. With Eddie Murphy. That was pretty great. I had never I seen that seen before. It. Neither have I. Yeah, it's, a, it's really funny. It's a Wes Craven movie, but it's like, it's like Eddie Murphy humor at the same time. And Charlie Murphy like co-wrote it with Eddie... And uh, so you got like the feel of a Wes Craven directed movie with the acting. Yeah, it's just it's just really funny. You got you should check it out. It's pretty great. It's on uh, on Amazon right now. Um, but I got the I watched it on good old tape. The other nice. Time. I'll check it out. I did find some movies that I forgot to talk about. Oh, OK. One was Blade Runner. It's a it's a. 10th anniversary copy so it's nothing really cool but i haven't found a blade runner yet and blade runner is 
possibly one of my top 10 movies. I'm a big cyberpunk movie guy. I really like that kind of that universe. Cool. So I found that. Uh, and I found a movie called 1941. December 1941. The California coast. The Japanese had just bombed Pearl Harbor. The nation's heroes were on the alert. Look, you guys, a Jap's up! The dummy's right. California could be next. The lives of millions would be protected by a brave few. This is their story. Excuse us, ma'am. From the director of Jaws and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The most exclusive comedy spectacular ever filmed. What the hell do you people think you're doing? Shira McCoy, Warren Oates, Robert Stack, Treat Williams. I can assure you, there will be no bombs dropped here. Boy, that was fun! Universal Pictures and Columbia Pictures present an 18 production of a Steven Spielberg film. Ah. 1941. Basically, it takes place, it's like this war movie that takes place right after Pearl Harbor was attacked, but it's like a satire comedy, and there's like puppets. It's just crazy. <laughs> there's puppets? I had never heard of it. I haven't watched it yet. I found okay. it, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw it up in our uh, Instagram today, but yeah, I'll yeah, do know it. Do it. once I watch it, but it is awesome. Cool, man. So I can't wait to look at that. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so and, that's uh, about it for tapes, because I've been looking for books. I feel you. I feel you. And also, I just want to give a quick shout out. It is my wife's 34th birthday today. Yeah. So I want to say happy birthday to my beautiful wife. Um, and I love you so very much. And yeah, so happy birthday, babe. Woo. And she, uh, yeah, well, I don't know if she will. You told me something that she was going to do, and it's a surprise. But I don't know if it'll ruin the surprise if we talk about it on the show. It will, so we can't. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I caught myself. I like oh, that was good. Yes, she has a bunch <laughs> of surprises coming up. Um, my wife is not really into things, so she doesn't really collect things. But she, yeah, more of a life experience thing. So we, we don't. I don't really buy her gifts for her birthday. It's more like yeah. we do a bunch of different cool things. And so I've got, I've got, I've got a jam packed event. So, dude, you are the man. That's awesome. She lets me buy VHS, man. I've got to treat this woman like a queen. You know what I'm saying? Like she puts up with all my crazy collecting and hoarding of nonsense. Like she's so cool. She bought me Count Chocula the other day because they re-released it. Wow. And that's awesome. And then of course Dude, that's great. I ate it all in three bowls in one Did day. You? <laughs> which she made fun of me on our other podcast that we do together. Um, Dude, if you guys great. haven't checked that out, it's called the Pinley Project. So give it a listen. Yeah, it's awesome. I, dude, I love your other podcast, man. It's it's super fun. It's just me and my wife talking about random crazy things. But yeah, I ate great. it in one day, three bowls, um, and I kept the box because it's Count Chocula. 
You guys are so cool. Can I be can can I be like you guys when I grow up? Yeah, man. You can totally be like me. <laughs> <sighs> my back hurts, and my knees hurt, and it's all good. <laughs> no, we it's an awesome time. Yeah. Um but yeah, man. Do we want to hop into it right now? Let's just Yeah, I think we sh- I think we should. Let's I think rip the band aid off. Yeah. So let's what do it. So this week's staff pick is Ernest Scared Stupid. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Gabler. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chowman. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. This was on my list. It was also on your list. It was number yep. one on your list. This is this was it for me, man. This When it comes to Halloween movies, Ernest Scared Stupid is, that's it. Number one. Oh, it's so good. And it would have been my number one, except Hocus Pocus just bumped it one down, simply because Hocus Pocus is something that I enjoy with my family, right? For sure, yeah. I'm a huge Jim Varney fan. Ernest is, is my childhood i mean i grew up in nashville tennessee and jim varney is a nashville legend because that's where he moved after to really start his career was down into tennessee into nashville yeah dude and so like i remember him from he had a tv show in the 80s on cbs uh morning cartoons called hey hey Vern, i believe yeah and i mean it, it's he's you know what i mean Vern? it's like literally what like half my family would say dude that's great man that's awesome so, he was like, all he was all over everything, dude. He was doing like, um, man, commercials. He's awesome, man. Like, what's your? He earliest, was doing everything back in the day. What's your earliest memory of Jim Barney? My earliest memory of Ernest is definitely, I think, Ernest scared stupid. Um, so when I was a kid, my my mom, she wasn't like, no, you can't watch Pee Wee Herman, but she also didn't like me to watch it like a lot a lot because she thought I would walk around like imitating him and like being really annoying and getting in trouble so for me Ernest was like he was like a peewee that I could binge watch in a way like he had the same kind of deal but like I didn't catch shit from my mom about watching it all the time so um and also they weren't like a really big fan of scary stuff so Ernest Scared Stupid was like it was PG it was they didn't really care, and it was like spooky and Halloween kind of centered at the same time. So, oh man, I'm trying to remember the first time I saw that. I think I must have been like seven or eight, maybe. And mm-hmm. I remember the like intro of Ernest Scared Stupid like gave me the spooks a little bit <laughs> with like the music and like all the like old fifties movie clips like spliced it and stuff, and yeah. It is probably my earliest memory, I'd say, of Ernest. Oh, man. I just, I love Jim Barney. I just love Ernest P. World. You know what I mean, Burn? <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. It is just so good. Give me your top two Ernest movies. My top two. Well, obviously, Ernest Scared Stupid. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's number one. Um, man, you know, a lot of people, I feel like, either haven't seen slam dunk Ernest or they underrate slam dunk Ernest. But I would say, honestly, it's almost a tie between Ernest goes to camp and slam dunk Ernest because I, I loved basketball as a kid too. 
Uh-huh. And it was such a like 90s basketball movie, but yet it was like funny and earnest centered. So I I do I loved that one too as a kid. Because I'm gonna go Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, I mean solid, solid pick. I mean sure. when when he shoots the rocket, the lantern as a rocket, he gets bit by the turtle, poison ivy. I mean it's the whole it's just all amazing. Yeah, dude. We gotta find you that one on tape. I've got to find. I've got a list. Ernest, all the Ernest movies I want to find on tape. I'm pretty sure they're all in Omaha, but that's fine. I'm I'm slowly getting over the fact that you have all the tapes in the world. I I haven't seen them, man. If hey, if I find them, they're coming your way. Which I'm pretty For stoked. Sure. <laughs> so let's tell people what Ernest Scared Stupid is all about. So Ernest Scared Stupid uh, is basically about Ernest P. Whirl working as a janitor in a small town and he so part of the town's kind of backstory and folklore is that a long time ago there was a troll that would turn kids into wooden dolls and was trying to basically loose an army of trolls uh on the town and and like on all the town's people and so it turned out one of Ernest's old descendants kind of like put him in the in a grave almost and uh planted a tree over it and so the plot of Ernest scared stupid is it's present day and basically Ernest with along with some of the kids in the town accidentally wake up this troll and the troll kind of like tries to finish what it started a long time ago and wake up its troll army in the town on Halloween. Is it on Halloween? Yeah, because yeah. there's a costume contest. It's on Halloween. It's on yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, this movie is so... I mean, the troll is amazingly horrifying. Trantor, and in all Ernest movies, when he does like these... like He has all these contraptions and things, and I just love the fact that he acts like he knows everything. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know shit. Yeah. And so I love that part in the movie when he wakes up the trolls. He's been told not to. The right. kids have built this amazing treehouse in like in like 15 minutes. I mean, this is like multiple stories. It has like gun turrets. It's got all these contraptions to keep the bullies out. Pizza and, thrower. And it's on yeah, pizza thrower, which I read, I don't know if this is true, that the pizzas that are used in this movies are props from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. IMDb's loaded yeah. uh, for this movie. I love IMDb. and just There's the, a lot of fun facts on there. About the ridiculous facts that we can find. Scared stupid. Yeah. But he, they built this treehouse in the backyard of this crazy witch woman who has just, like, crazy metal sculptures. Yeah. And she tells him not to, and then they're like, Ernest, what did she say? And this is just a vivid scene for me. And he's just like, you were supposed to not rap on this tree. And he gets in his Ernest P. World voice. Yeah, yeah. And it's and he and he wakes up the fucking demon. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just so good. And I mean, honestly, God is a kids movie. This was a pretty horrifying kids movie. It was, man. Like the the setting and everything was really good. Like uh, where they have the tree house built, and even the set of the old lady's house. I, I remember it, it. Yeah, it didn't like scare me as a kid, but it creeped me out a little bit. What I love about this movie is. Ernest, I feel like, does his Ernest characters better in this one than any of the other movies. Yeah. Like, there's that scene where he's talking to Kenny, and he goes Viking, he goes, like, uh, the Ottoman dude, he goes, like, the librarian lady with the neck brace, which, 
I just wonder what happened to her. Like, why is she wearing a neck brace? Uh, yeah, he goes through like an array of all these like all these characters, um, which I don't I don't know if he really did that in a lot of the of the other ones. I don't. He didn't do too many characters in Ernest Goes to Camp. No. Yeah. A lot of those characters came from his Hey Vern TV show. True. That's true. Yeah. I do love when the school teacher or librarian dumps the milk onto the troll. Yeah. And she tells him that does a body good. And then when they all start like melting and stuff, he goes, ew. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I probably repeated that when I was a kid a hundred different times. I mean, like, it's, sure. it's just like, it was like a go to answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the perfect mix of scary and funny at the same time. Dude, it really is. I feel like some of the action stuff was awesome. I love the scene. Where, like, so the troll knows that Ernest is kind of, like, trying to warn the town. And no one's really listening to him. And there's a scene where Ernest gets in his pickup truck. And the, like, the troll's, like, jumping on the back. And, yeah, they're just having, like, this huge fight scene in the back of the truck. His dog, rim shot. He's driving the truck. And you're just, like, you don't even think that's, like, weird. You're like, oh, of course. Yeah, no, rim shots, rim shots. He's got this. He's driving the truck. And Ernest is in the back, like, wrestling with the troll. And then they knock him off. And then uh, Rimshop throws it in reverse. And they, like, they just smack into the troll in reverse. And Ernest is like, how about a bumper sandwich, bugger lips? I love that. It's great. <laughs> All the one-liners that great lines that I, I, I missed, like, for so many years, dude. His, his one-liners are just amazing. I mean, it's just, that just adds to the allure of Jen Varney's characters, Ernest P. World. It's just, he's just fucking hilarious. Even when he's uncomfortable, it's funny. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's just, the way he delivers all this is hilarious. What is the main reason you put this as your number one? Man, you know, I just, I really appreciate that it's not like, like a mummy or like a werewolf, as much as I love mummies, or like a vampire or whatever. It's something so different. Like, I love that he's, like, battling this, like, troll. I just, I don't know. As a kid, I feel like it was just really different. And, man, I don't know. It's just, it's just, like, a perfectly balanced movie. It's got everything that you could really want in a 90s flick. The comedy's on point. Uh, you know, the Halloween feels on point. It's just great, man. I think for me, it's a large part nostalgic. That's probably probably why it's up there for sure. Definitely. And what's funny is if you really look at this movie, it really truly blends itself a lot like Hocus Pocus, right? So let's think about it. Hocus Pocus starts with a flashback. So does Ernest. Yeah. Right? And then they go into present day and then it's into a school teacher, both movies. And right. then they're attacked by something returning from the past. And then at the end of it, Someone from the past is released, just like in both movies. So true. It's so true, dude. I mean, yep. if you think about it, they're literally the same movie with one just has Ernest P. World. Absolutely. Which I think Ernest should have been in Hocus Pocus. That would Imagine be, a world where that happened. That, I mean, I would, that would melt my tiny little brain. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't watched Ernest Scared Stupid, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I just don't. <laughs> There's so it many is the good best. Like when Ernest yeah. is trying to catch the troll pods falling from the tree, 
He's like, I just can't touch the ground, Vern. You know what? I'm, and he's just like catching them. They're falling out of his arms. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. These kids get turned into little wooden dolls and shoved into the tree. Yep. Oh my god, it's just it's so good. And yep. it is Halloween in a nutshell. I mean, not every Halloween movie has to scare the shit out of you. It should some of it should just be something you enjoy. Right. Absolutely, man. And Ernest P. World makes you giggle. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It, yeah, it was just great, dude. I remember being a kid, and uh, I remember because we used to play in the woods a lot when I was a kid. And I remember a couple times we'd be out there, and it'd be getting like in the winter time. You know, it starts getting dark around five thirty, something like that. It gets dark earlier. And I remember it'd be starting to get dark, and I'd be like, I'd be like looking around trees to make sure there was no trolls around, dude. Give me the creeps. For, yeah, uh, I definitely don't go knock on trees three times at all. <laughs> I always have a carton of milk in my back pocket. Always. Yeah. <laughs> For safety. Trolls don't like milk, man. Dude, I love the, the guy that's working at the convenience store. Yeah. He's just like flailing and falling all over the place. And dude, I love when uh so the troll goes into the convenience store while Ernest is in there. And the guy working behind the counter is trying to like tell Ernest that the troll's like behind him. But he's like trying to run at the same time. And there's like this little tiny sign behind the guy's head. And he just acts like he can't like get away. He's just like moving like this sign is holding him there. And then uh, at the end, he pulls a shotgun like on Ernest and on the on the troll. And Ernest is like, wow, you when you play charades, man, you really play for keeps. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking. The one liners are just so good. Yeah, one I, dude, one I never caught before when he first meets the troll and he does the whole like, I know Tai Chi, Kung Fu, Chow Mein, and then he goes, I seen Hulkamania three times, once in slow mo. <laughs> I never caught that before. <laughs> like, he's sitting there, just imagining Ernest sitting there watching Hulkamania in slow mo, just like breaking down scene by scene of how to like body slam somebody, dude. When uh, at the end where he kisses the troll, it's awesome, yeah, yeah, he's like. A mother's love, and it like clicks in his brain what he has to do. Yeah, and he gra- and when that string of like drool or slime, and he goes, "You like seriously that that haunts me because that's just so gross. It's yeah. so gross. <laughs> oh my god!" But that that's a that's a quintessential Ernest like move. You know, he makes that noise. Oh, oh yeah, dude. What I what also what I love is I feel like. Guys like Jim Varney and movies like Ernest, they will never be made again. You know what I mean? Like they will, nobody will ever put money into a movie like this. No, like no studio would ever make anything like this. Dude, it'd be eaten alive in today's world, man. For sure. Because the whimsical, some of the, I feel like we talked about this last episode is I feel like some of the whimsy with movies has been taken away. Yeah. Because our expectations are so high. Yeah. And yeah, Ernest, yeah. Ernest just made movies because he thought they were funny. Exactly, man. I mean, the guy literally made, I don't know, eight or nine. He made all of those based on the joke of like, you know what I mean, Vern? Vern isn't even, is he even in any of them? Everybody's Vern to Ernest, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the guy literally made like, I don't even know how many movies based on a joke that most people don't even know what it is. You know, like right. that would never fly today. No, not Everything at all. Everything has to be very planned and yeah, you can't just enjoy it. One part that still is very sad is that Rimshot gets turned into a wooden doll. 
And he comes back, but it's still pretty sad. It's always sad when animals get hurt or turned into things in movies. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. I still cry. Yeah. I'm a sensitive guy, and that got to me. Yeah. It is pretty sad. Funny enough, that wooden, if you really look at it, though, the wooden doll that Ernest holds and, you know, he pretends his rimshot looks nothing like a dog. I'm pretty sure it was like a wooden turtle that they had turned around or something. And you just, <laughs> you, just you basically just see the butt of this, like, wooden sculpture. And he's like, oh, rimshot. Oh. Yeah. But I'm glad rimshot comes back in the end. So I'm glad we talked about the wooden dolls. So that every time when the troll would touch, he would turn people into wooden dolls, right? Right. And that whole effect of like the swirling when they turn into the dolls. Yeah. Is the same effect used in Killer Clowns from the Outer Space. Uh, yeah. And they would wrap people in cotton candy because the guys that did the special effects for this movie did the special effects for Killer Clowns. I did hear that. Uh, and so they recycled some of the effects. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That Both. makes sense even at the end, man. Because some of the the trolls that you know uh, that he wakes up or whatever, and they have to fight at the end. Yeah, they they looked really similar to Killer Clowns. I'm pretty sure one of the heads is the exact same heads as one of the clowns. Yeah, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. Um, did you like? Did I you always, like the big fight scene at the end? Of course I did. They're coming out of everywhere. The kids have got super soakers with milk. Yeah, they're throwing grenade bombs of you know little lunch sized milk cartons. That's so awesome. And then the treehouse has all these cool things. I always wanted a treehouse like that. Yeah. I don't have that kind of ingenuity, man. That probably took 45, 50 seconds in the movie, but it would take me 16 years. <laughs> yeah. I remember as a kid always wanting to build treehouses because I saw them build it so fast. And I remember, like, me and my friends, we'd always like, okay, does your dad have any spare wood laying around? And we'd have, like, four two-by-fours some nails, a hammer, and I'd be like, all right, we're on our way. We'd nail like three posts or something into the tree and be like, man, I guess that's, I guess that's all we got. And it would take us like all day. And they were never, they were always sketchy. Always. You know, there'd be like a bunch of bent nails and you couldn't really sit no. on the outside of the boards because we didn't build frames. We just kind of nailed like one nail in the middle of the board in right. the tree. You're like, that's good. That's going to hold it. Yeah. And eventually when you would just fall out of the tree because the board would like, yeah. That's because no one builds tree houses like they do in movies, which makes me pissed off because movies lie to me. And movies <laughs> never lie to children. I think we should. I think I, I after seeing this now, I want to build a tree house for my future kids. I think I think we should. You should build one, and I should build one. How do you feel about that? I'm down. Um, if I can get a small donation of money to buy wood <laughs> and nails. That'd be greatly appreciated because that shit ain't cheap, yo. Let's make the Ernest Scared Stupid dream come true. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. We should start a, a GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe to build Ernest exact treehouse oh, from Ernest Scared Stupid. Hell, yeah. Dude, that'd be sick. Oh, man. That and the lot, the hatch from Lost. I think if there's two things that I want to have like that from like a movie or TV show, I want Ernest Treehouse and I want the hatch from Lost. The original hatch from season two. I'm in. Yeah. I'll throw, I'll throw you at least five bucks. I want to renovate my whole basement, and I want to punch in the numbers every 108 minutes. That's what I want yep. to do. Uh, yeah. Again, I'll, get, I'll give you five bucks into this dream. Dude. The, the ball is small, but it is rolling, my friend. Sold. Sold. Done. <laughs> well, guys, go out. Rent yourself a copy of Ernest Scared Stupid. Yep. 
pop it in the VCR and just enjoy a good old Halloween movie. You know what I mean, Vern? Yeah. Yeah. Go out. You know what? Go out and do an earnest marathon. Go out and try oh, and find yeah. all of them because they're, they're all great in their own way. Totally agreed, my friend. Yeah. And as always, guys, we are the guys behind the counters. If you ever have any questions, hit us up in the DMs. Send us an email at behindthecounterpodcast at gmail.com. We are always happy to help. All right, tape pounds. And remember, hunt hard and rewind often.